0: folks, thank you for tuning in. As you know, or hopefully by now should know, I made a promise to you. You tell me what you want discussed, and that's what I discuss. It's as simple as that. With a few exceptions, that's what I do. And it doesn't matter what I think. What matters is what you think. And I do take your request seriously. So please consider that because in this episode I'm going to be discussing please don't change the dial Bigfoot that's right Bigfoot and I have some information you most likely have never heard before so stick around because whether you believe in Bigfoot or not you will be informed or at bare minimum entertained now before I get into that just briefly want to share with you something that just happened to me that is also quite unbelievable my youtube views when i did the jordan peterson episode last week i could not have imagined getting over 900 views so when i did what was basically a follow-up to that episode speaking just a bit about professor sam vaknan and a few other things I was absolutely dumbstruck that I received 2,000 views and for a little guy like me that's astronomical so I just wanted to take this moment to thank each and every one of you that made that happen my words cannot adequately even express how much I appreciate you it was a huge psychological boost at a time in my life when I can absolutely use it. Thank you. Now back to the show. So I got an email from a guy named Joe, who lives in Drain, Oregon. Yes, there actually is a small town in Southern Oregon called Drain. And yes, I've been there. I suppose it's a better name than what they wanted to call it originally. Pisspot Oregon. Anyway, Joe wanted me to talk about Bigfoot, so that's what I'm going to do. Thank you for the suggestion, Joe, and thank you for the cup of Joe, Joe. It was much appreciated. Now, for those of you who still may be unaware, I live in the Great Pacific Northwest, and here in Oregon, a lot of folks tend to take their Bigfoot quite seriously. So that's how I'm going to approach this, seriously. Because the last thing you wanna do is piss off a native. There's a reason why the state is properly pronounced or a gun. Just so you know, The elusive and certainly introverted creature, which stands eight or nine feet tall and weighs 400 to 600 pounds, depending on the level of moonlight and the level of alcohol by Bigfoot spotting witnesses, goes by several other names. Skunk ape in the southern U.S., Sasquatch, given by the native Indians of the Pacific Northwest, and Sam Squanch, the name given to the creature by Bubbles, one of the characters of the trailer park boys, who most people also know, and who were funny as hell. They're Canadian, eh? I'm going to attempt to break down this delusional and idiotic, I mean, um, Crypto-zoological pursuit. Crypto from the Latin, meaning bullshit, and zoological, meaning the study of animals, with just two simple but reality-based facts. Food requirements. Any creature of the size previously mentioned would require a hell of a lot of calories every day just to maintain its weight and stay alive. And if that creature was an herbivore, even more so. This is the reason why you see herbivores constantly grazing, because if they didn't, they would fucking die. Even though their physiology is designed to extract nutrients from grass and shrubs, these are very poor sources of nutrients. So if you have to eat a hell of a lot of it, Even if such a creature were omnivores, like ourselves, it still would have to consume a hell of a lot of food every day. And that's just for one creature. But we're not talking about one creature here. We would quite necessarily be talking about quite a few as I segue into fact number two. And fact number two is a lack of generic diversity. In the case of higher mammals, if they are living in the wild, but their numbers shrink below a certain point, they will eventually die out for the same reasons that humans would die out, mental and physiological problems due to inbreeding. The only way that can be avoided is you have to have a large enough base number of mammals and in a controlled environment, so breeding pairs are selected to be as far away genetically from each other as possible. But of course, this kind of selective breeding doesn't happen in the wild. But then again, if you have quite a few members in the group, let's say, 200 or more mammals, then the inbreeding typically isn't such an, of an issue. And if that's the case, and we were talking that many biped mammals, you would certainly see them in the wild. Matter of fact, you would practically be bumping into them because quite simply, they would either, you know, have to eat or they would die. So what does all this mean? Well, Joe, from Pisspot, I mean, uh, from Drain, Oregon, I'm sorry that I have to break this news to you and to any and all that may be listening to this show right now. But it means that this creature exists and inhabits the same place where it always has and probably always will. The imagination which is not only okay, but actually a really good thing. I mean, just imagine if this were your next door neighbor and you inadvertently pissed them off because of your loud lawnmower or your backyard barbecue party was just way too loud and aggressive for such a shy, gentle and retreating giant. So one weekend, it simply hops the fence and proceeds to rip off your arms and legs, as well as that of several other people at the party. No, things simply just wouldn't go well, Joe. Things wouldn't go well at all. Until next time, this is Ernest, wishing your health Wealth, and good luck.